You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I just Googled lobster puns and they did not disappoint. <laughs> no, you got some good ones. They are good. Yeah. So... We had lobster last night. So do you want to tell them why you're looking at lobster puns? <laughs> yes. So we had, your parents got us some lobsters. Yes. So I taught all the Southerners how to crack lobsters. And yes. Kathy Ghoul uh, <laughs> failed <laughs> the test. I think they were taken aback by just how like barbaric shelling a lobster really is. Yeah. Because they're used to like, just like a lobster tail, tail where someone yeah. comes out and like does it for you. Yeah. Yeah, they've never shelled a lobster before, and um, well, it did not disappoint. They no. were uh, very confused. <laughs> Caitlin was basically giving lessons the entire time. It was it was good though. It Everybody good. got it. Kathy needed some help, but we got her there. We got. I gotta say, yeah. Gabby yeah. was mortified with the poop, the tamale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you left that one out until we started cracking them open. Everyone's like, "Why like, is it green?" I yeah, know. Like, this poop. I'm <laughs> um, surprised. <laughs> and my grandmother loves it, and it's Ooh. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Everyone was like picking all like the green parts off, and I get it. It's you can't really think about it, but yeah, no, it was good. It's and delicious. It was uh, entertaining to say the least. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you once again refused to throw the lobsters in. No, I can't do that. <laughs> My mom was like, give them to me. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm like, I will teach you how to shell a lobster, but I cannot throw them in. Yeah. So. No, I, it was really sweet of them to uh, to want to do that. Um, obviously, lobsters are just not running around uh, the oceans of South Carolina, so yeah. <laughs> uh, you have to order them. So yep. it's kind of a time-sensitive thing. And Yeah. Um, they wanted to bring a little bit of Maine down. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. It was a year where we were supposed to be in Maine for Christmas. Correct. And obviously, with COVID, that did not happen. Yeah. So it was really sweet of them to do that. And Yeah. I think we started a new little Seymour tradition. I think so, too. When we're here. Yeah. And... When we go up there, I guess we can do it before. Yeah, it's true. It's just going to have to happen every year. It's cheaper up there to do it, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But no, it was good. It was good. They were so big, they were a shell of a creature. There you go. Lobster <laughs> pun number one, out the gate. Out the gate. Out the gate. <laughs> we're going to get some in there today. We'll, we'll figure out some ways to, to uh, get them in. You know, we won't disappoint. No. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, we had our Christmas. I know it may be shellfish. <laughs> But I want to do this podcast forever. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. On number two. Every lobster was out celebrating because tis the sea, son. Oh, oh good one. Got him. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Expect some lobster puns sprinkled throughout this episode for your yes. listening pleasure. No, it was good. We um we had Christmas with them. That went well. Mm-hmm. Got lots of fun stuff. We did get lots of stuff. Yes. Too much stuff. Too much, as usual. They say it's going to be a small Christmas, and yep. it's not. Uh, but <laughs> never, never a small Christmas. I feel like for the first time, I really feel thirty because I feel like everything we got was like adult stuff, like house stuff. You know. Well, that's like the fun stuff now, though. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was just like, oh, so we got like a brand new kitchen. Mm-hmm. We got new plates. Pretty much. <laughs> so I feel like everywhere else in our life, we were pretty put together. Well, I'd say put together very loosely. <laughs> we look put together. Yeah. <laughs> like our, everything is kind of like cohesive and... Goes. Yeah. Yeah. And like we had like our kind of college stuff that we commingled first and then we kind of weeded that out and now like we have like adult things. Yeah. But I still feel like our like silverware was kind of hodgepodge. It was. Our dishes were like decent, but like our cups were like just... Mismatched yeah. and everywhere. Yeah. Not wrong. As you do, and that's fine. They yeah. worked fine, but 
we're just like, what do we want for Christmas? And we don't, we don't need anything. So like, let's do something fun for us. And that was kitchen stuff. So like, now we have all matching cups yeah, and plates and I'm like silverware. Like, who are we? I feel like more a little bit that our life is in order. I'm just like, don't say that to (laughs) me. Don't knock on wood. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, no, got all that. And I think pretty much since Christmas, we've been cleaning our house. Mm Mm-hmm. Literally, yeah. up until the, this morning and like starting the podcast, we were cleaning. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I did that. Did you see the closet? I have not, the but I closet. heard you organizing it. It was a mess. Yeah. There was some fun stuff in there. <laughs> I'm sure I saw a few new things out here. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, we could put that out. Sometimes you got to go shopping in your own closet. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, we've got our new. Oh, we painted the. Um, Laundry room. Well, you painted the laundry room. You helped. I held the ladder and brought you beverages. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. So that was good. It was yeah. pretty dingy and gross looking. And it was. So they came and took our old washer and dryer. If you haven't heard the last, I think it was the last episode. The dryer we said it. saga. The dryer saga. Um, we're getting a new washer and dryer. Yeah. Tuesday. Fun. I'm so <laughs> we decided since everything was out of the laundry room that mm-hmm. we would paint it. Yeah. And it looks great. So it does. And we organize. So. Ready for that washer and dryer to come in. Yeah. Look at us getting our life together. I know. And it's like not even <clears throat> 11 o'clock yet. We're doing well. We, we are. doing well. Absolutely. My plant babies are very sad right now. I don't know if you've noticed them, but well, it's, they are. So it's so cold. cold. They're just like... <laughs> <laughs> Bring us in. Are those the kind that you have to put like sheets over to like keep them warm? I don't know. I that's should have a, asked your dad. That's a Jeff question. Because <laughs> I feel like we used to do that growing up. Like he'd put sheets like fitted, like old ass fitted sheets over our plants outside. Yeah. But it just never gets that cold here. This is kind of a rare event. Yeah. Oh, cold for this long, too. I mean, it's been a couple days in the 30s for, um, like, a high. Yeah, And it's like, whoa, that's crazy. No, we're not used to that weather here. Um, I think it's going to warm back up, which I'm not very pleased about. But, you know, it is what it is. Yep, it is. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Anything else to bring up? Hmm. I don't think so. I think that's... that's I'm going to be, by the end of this episode, a little bit champagne drunk. (laughs) Yeah, Caitlin made, like, giant-ass mimosas right before we started recording. But in case anybody doesn't know this, I think we've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can can drink. Like, I can, like, hold my own, right? (laughs) Yeah. Until champagne. (laughs) Champagne kills Caitlin. Kills her. Like... I have no idea why. I think it's the carbonation. It's got to be, because, I mean, I've drank half, and I'm like... I'm happy. Feeling good. I'm yeah. happy. Sure, you know, <laughs> podcasting and drinking mimosas, what could go wrong? I, I'm probably a lot. I'll probably wipe out off the bench again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll include it in the episode because that was too good last time. Thank you. You're welcome. Yep. Yeah. So I think, I think that's all we have on life updates. Yeah. New year so. coming, man. <sighs> I'm ready for it. You have any New Year's resolutions? Um, yes. We were talking okay. about it a little bit last night and you were testing me and I was doing pretty well. In case you didn't know, for mm-hmm. anybody that hasn't listened from the beginning, Celeste is fluent in Spanish. See, si. <laughs> and I can curse in Spanish and and order drinks. You know how to yep, do that. I can and ask for the bathroom. Yep, all the important things. Very important really. things. Absolutely. So my goal is. So we bought a few years ago. I bought the Rocket Language. Yeah, and yep. started it, and then just kind of fell off. But my New Year's resolution is to focus on. Speaking and learning Spanish, mm-hmm. and then eventually, probably in like five or ten years, have you and I only speak Spanish to each other. Yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. It's like speaking in code. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, no, that sounds. I think that's a good resolution. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. 
Mine is for us to be better podcasters. <laughs> Let's get the mic situated. <laughs> yes, we have had mic drama all morning. So you know what? We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna we're gonna get through it. But damn, yeah. Uh, if anyone's a whiz in GarageBand and wants to reach out, I wouldn't be mad <laughs> because I have been googling like crazy trying to figure out what's going on. But yeah, I think um, one of my goals is for us to have more episodes in the queue. Yeah. Um, maybe to come up with some fun like. Like mini episodes that we could do periodically. I don't know. Like, I don't know what people would want to hear from us. Like, probably not a lot. Probably not. <laughs> we should, uh, you know, we should do like little cooking videos with like your. We were talking about starting a um, Caitlin Cooks, yeah, kind of Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be fun. It would be fun. So yeah, we'll have to put up my charcuterie. Well, <laughs> charcuterie. We call it a charcuterie board. Everybody knows that. Yep, a charcuterie board. Yes. Um. It was fancy as hell. Yeah, it was. But so for Christmas, Gabby Ghoul got me a charcuterie board book, <laughs> books, yes. mm-hmm. and how to like plate them, and it mm-hmm. just tells you every ingredient that you need, and yeah. it was pretty fancy, and it looked really nice. It really did. It really did. We got a few pictures before it was like demolished last night, but yeah, it did. Um, yeah, no. So, and I'm excited to try all of them. They all looked really pretty, and they all looked really easy. Yep, which is good because I feel like. Anytime I try to make a charcuterie board, I just hit a brick wall and I don't know what to put on it other than cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and meat. And meat. Like, that's it. So, yeah. I feel like that will be helpful. That's good. Yeah. We're going to do it. I think every week we should do a new one. I think so, too. Well, all right. Are you ready? I am. I have one doozer. Okay. You have one big one. Yes. Okay. I have, um, I think one big one as well. It just has, like, kind of two parts to it. Okay. So I don't know if you would like to start or if you would like me to start. Do you want any rock, paper, scissors? Sure. Okay. Ready? Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh, tie. Both scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, oh. got you with the paper. Okay. So Are I'll you go first. to receive or defer? <laughs> <laughs> or does receive. that mean the same thing? Receive. No, receive is when you get the ball. Defer is... You give it to the you other give team. give it to the other team. Oh, okay. yeah. I want to make sure I got that right. Good job. My football knowledge, man. It's a good Pay job. Off. That's good. All right. So I will go first. Okay. Um... So I did the BAMF. <laughs> that makes me think of badass motherfucker every time you say that. <laughs> but it's N, mm. not an M. B A N F F. Banff Springs Hotel. And where is that? That is in Banff, <laughs> Alberta, Canada. Oh, okay, so we're going international. We're going to, yeah, we're going to too. Sweet. What made you want to do this one? Uh, Google. <laughs> You know, I just Google usually how it happens. like haunted places, mm-hmm. and this one just ran. You know, usually it's the same ones that we've kind of covered before. Yeah, um, but we had not covered this one before, and I looked into it. And the more I was like researching, I was like, "Oh damn!" Watching my page fill up, and I was like, "And this is the only one I'm doing." Sure, so I it's mean, pretty wild. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's go. So it's now called the Fairmont Banff Springs. Okay. Um, and it's obviously located, like I said, in Banff, Alberta, Canada. Um, and it's located in a national park, and it overlooks the Rocky Mountains. Okay, well, that sounds delightful. It's nicknamed the Castle of the Rockies. Okay, well, I love that already. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to. Okay. Um, so, obviously, we've seen the Rockies, and yes. that's just breathtaking. Oh, God, they're so, gorgeous. I mean, if you look up the pictures, it is seriously a castle. Look it up. Yeah, it's beautiful. You talk about um, I will. Um, the hotel is a little bit creepy looking. It's kind of old and stone and you know okay. it's kind of got that like almost medieval oh it does yeah oh okay kind of looking oh i love it feel yeah uh we're not going there i love me a castle i know you do um so a lot of famous people have actually stayed there i always find that interesting yeah like it must be pretty good if like 
famous people go, right? It's good enough for them. It's good enough well, for me. it was good enough for Queen Elizabeth II to oh, stay well, there. Yeah, then, you know, I feel like the stamp of approval is on it. <laughs> Helen Keller and okay. um, Marilyn Monroe. Gotcha. Um, so it was opened in 1888 by the Canadian Pacific Railway. Okay. And it was one of the earliest railway hotels. Okay. And um, it was really popular, busy, obviously a lot of businessmen coming yeah. in, traveling in and out. Sure. Um, but the whole original structure actually burned down in 1926. Um, and it took two years to rebuild. Um, so it was obviously finished in 1928. Well, as big as that bitch is, I'm sure it did take them a while to rebuild. <laughs> that thing is huge. It is huge, yes. Um, so, you know, as it is on mm-hmm. this podcast, it's, it's haunted. <laughs> she haunted. <laughs> she haunted. Yes. Um, so really that was, there's not a whole lot of backstory. It's a hotel. It's beautiful. It's haunted. And the rest of my ramblings is all about the hauntings. Give me the ghost. The ghost. That's a badass ghosty. <laughs> um, so there is always a lady in white. Of course. So we're going to start with her. Of course. Um, so there's actually two events of what happened to this bride. Okay. Um, there was a lady um, on her wedding day, mm-hmm. and this was in the late 20s. Okay. Um, she was getting married at the hotel, popular sure. wedding yep. venue. I get that. Um, so she was walking down. They have multiple marble stair- staircases, but one is kind of like a grand uh-huh. marble staircase. We've got to make an entrance. It's I mean, absolutely. Sure. Statement, man. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, she died on the stairs. So the Uh-oh. two conflicting stories is one that her heel got caught in the hem of her dress, oh, and she fell in her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Um, and the second is it was lined with um, open flame candles, oh. and the train or part of her dress caught fire, oh, and she dang. was running and tripped and fell. Either way, she did fall and cracked her head open and wow. passed away on the stairs. That's intense. It is a little intense. Um, so she isn't really a mean ghost. Um, I say it's kind of because I'll get to that part. Okay. Um, but a lot of times uh, people will see a woman in a white wedding dress and a veil walking up and down the stairs. Okay. Um, some say she's kind of like dancing kind of up and down the stairs. Yeah. Um, and there's also a woman in a wedding dress dancing um, in the ballroom. Okay, makes uh, sense. She never got married. She yeah. died obviously before uh, the wedding. Yeah. Um, so they think maybe that was like her first dance or yeah. something kind of sweet. Well, kudos to her because if I spent that long planning a wedding and I didn't get to go through with it, <laughs> I'd be furious. I'd be a little I'd, I'd be, be a, a vengeful tent. spirit. Well, for maybe sure. this is her like vengeance coming back because we don't know if this is her, um, but I found this email that someone had written in 2016. Um, okay. So pretty recently. The year we got married, just saying. Hey. Um, about staying in room 291. So I could not find if she was staying at the hotel, the okay. bride. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe that's where she stayed in. Yeah. I don't know. No, okay. this, that's just my theory. Um, this lady uh, in 2016 was staying at the hotel, and she did not know it was haunted at all. She had never done any research on the hotel. Sure. She was there for a conference, for work. All right. Fair um, enough. So just staying there for a few nights... Um, no big deal. Beautiful hotel. It's like, girl, Probably that's a banging location paid for a conference. And yeah, so she's yeah. just like, yep. So the first night, she actually lays in bed uh, and said that she kind of looked up at the ceiling and became paralyzed. Oh. She could not mm-hmm. move. Um, she said she kind of felt pressure, like, on her shoulders, like someone mm-hmm. was holding her down. 
I don't like that. And a vision of a woman in a wedding dress showed up, like, just in front of her. Ooh. Um, and she was looking, the bride was looking in a mirror and had her hand touching the mirror. Oh, okay. Um, but then when she, like, looked up to the bride, she had no face. Oh, that's giving me Bly Manor vibes. Yeah. I don't like that. No, no. <laughs> so, that's not good. Um, no face is not she, good. Not yet. No face is not good. Mm-mm. And then I, I don't know, I'll get into it a little bit, but... Touching the mirror, like well, I don't. They say mirrors are like portals, or they can be. I have a lot of theories about mirrors. So perhaps, yeah, maybe uh, it's a way to conduct like energy. Yep. So she obviously is freaking out. Mm-hmm. Feels like she said paralyzed, can't yeah. move. And she said it slowly faded, kind of faded away. The vision went away, um, and then finished her conference, went home, and mm-hmm. just got on Google and looked and saw the story of the bride that had passed away oh, and said, I wonder if that's connected, you know, sure, that's the like same the two one. Together. Um, and she said it was terrifying, but you know, it wasn't like violent oh, or yeah. anything, you know, it was just like, you're going to see me. Yeah. Nothing like a little sleep <clears throat> paralysis to really, yeah, I understand you know, that. Up the ante on your work trip. <laughs> yes. No, I mirrors. I've always, my brother has, well, my brother's just off in his own world anyway, but <laughs> yeah, his theory on mirrors is, quite interesting and I believe it too I won't go into his whole theory but I mean have you ever like walked into a room and seen yourself in a mirror and it like scares you because like yeah like someone's there I don't know when you look sure it's weird yeah I think the idea of like your reflection can be really unsettling because it's like you've never really looked at yourself right right yeah it's kind of like the fact that like you see you'd never see your nose because you actually do. Like, your eyes do see your yeah, nose, but your brain like, removes it. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's bizarre in itself. But Well, everything you see is upside down, and your brain, brain just flips it. I know, and I'm like, damn, like, kudos to my brain. Like, having, <laughs> like, if we could, like, kudos you know, do brain. some math, that'd be great, too. Because, like, we're lacking in that department. We got leashy boo. We don't need to do math. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> We got true. the mathematician. We do. You got to have a math friend, always. How do you become a mathematician? Are you just a mathematician if you're a math teacher? I don't know. That's a question for Leishy. I'll have to ask her. Yeah. I don't Leishy, know. you're going to text me tomorrow when you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> we got questions. I got a question. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But it's a job I can never do, so I've never thought about it. Like a magician. But a mathematician. 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 That's what Alicia's new title should be. Math magician. Miss Mathematician. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. I don't know, but I also must say, like, in regards to, like, the wedding and the bride's story, mm-hmm. um, completely logical fear about tripping on your dress and falling. Oh, yeah. um, I I think I told you this, but at our wedding, I was too scared to wear my heels because I was so afraid I was going to trip that mm-hmm. I wore my sparkly toms <laughs> under my <laughs> wedding dress. Um, I think I told you, your mom was mortified, but I wore my old baby flip-flops. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they can see your feet. Nobody saw my feet. No. And another fun fact, in case you've never worn a wedding dress, they are incredibly uncomfortable and incredibly heavy. Mm -hmm. So, like, That with heels and, yeah. Yeah, it's just a bad combo. Nope. I was very uncomfortable in my heels and walking, because I was already uncomfortable enough in my wedding dress. So, I was like, I'm not adding that. No. To my, to my woes. No, it's true. And I do not, (laughs) I do not regret not wearing heels at all. No, me either. I was much more comfortable. Yeah. Though show. Yeah. But that was your something blue. Did you have something else blue on? Did you have blue undies? I did. I think I had blue undies on. on Because my mom was like, do you have a blue garter? And I'm like, we're not doing garters. No. No. (laughs) No. I find that tradition so strange. It's very odd. And it's just uncomfortable. Like, I get to reach up your dress with all your family and friends. And, like, grandparents. (laughs) I'm like, 
<laughs> no, I'm, that's just one. I'm not into it. No. Not a fan. Mm-mm. No. No. Okay. Well, that's the bride. Okay. <laughs> one ghost down. That's tame. That's... We're oh, gonna, so you, like, warmed us up. Yeah, we're going to ramp up a little bit. Right. Um, I've got a nice easy one here, though. Okay. This, Sam is nice. Sam's okay. a nice ghost. The ending is going to... Okay. Okay. So there's Sam the bellman, and the bellman, obviously, is, like, I don't know. I just call it, like, the front desk concierge. Well, it's, like, usually the person, I think, too, that takes your luggage. Oh. And, like, takes it up to your room for you. I mean, you stay at nice hotels. I I mean, that's... I never stayed in a hotel. It kind of makes me think of, like, a a bellhop. Like, someone who usually will load your luggage and, like, take it up to the room. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's a nice ghost now. Okay. (laughs) His name is Sam. Okay. Um, So, he was the head bellman, and his uh, full name was Sam McCauley. Okay. And he worked at the hotel during the 60s and 70s. Mm Mm-hmm. He was always super helpful. Guests, like, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely loved him. That's the, the champagne coming in. Okay. Absolutely loved him. Um, he loved his job. He yeah. lived to kind of work at the hotel sure. and apparently just was a pretty big figure at the hotel. Sure. Yeah. Um, so he did pass away in 1975, uh, but he kept on working. So. God. I, no, thank you. Sorry. Sorry. I, uh, I please just, don't let me do that. I know. Like, I, when I die, I want to know that I'm dead so I don't get up and like, go, go to work, work. every day. Because <laughs> you ain't getting paid. You ain't getting paid in the afterlife, mm-hmm. Sam. <laughs> so, there was an incident that there was two older gentlemen that mm-hmm. were staying at the hotel trying to get into their uh, hotel room and their key wasn't working. So, they kind of called means. down and just said like, hey, can you send someone up? Oh, the door yeah. isn't working. Um, and... The guy on duty was the only one working, the bellman, okay. um, and said that he was responding to so another call somewhere. Okay. So, like, just give him 10 to 15 minutes, and he'll be there as soon as he can. Yeah. Um, and someone came right up. So, they're like, oh, well, that was nice. nice he kind of yeah. finished early, and um, he got, the guy got them in the room. Yeah. Um, and then about 15, 20 minutes later, there was a knock on the door, and saying, like, oh, like, I'm here to help you with your door. You know, what can I do? Yeah. And they were like, oh, the nice gentleman came up. And helped us already. Like, you're good. And they're like, And he's like, well, I'm the only bellman working right now, um, so nobody should have been here to help you. And they're like, oh, the nice guy, he was wearing a plaid uniform. He had a plaid uniform on. And Sam... Sam putting in that OT. ...wore a plaid outfit. Yeah. So that was believed to be Sam. Gotcha. Okay. Um... Yeah, so that was pretty pretty wild. Um, but a lot of times they'll see a guy with luggage, or mm-hmm. people have said like, "Oh, someone helped me." And yeah, and it's him. It's him. Oh, that's um, nice. But is seen with just like the plaid outfit is kind of what yeah um, separates him from the living people that are working. Sure, because they're not wearing plaid uniforms anymore. Gotcha, Sam, yeah. baby, you can take a break. It's okay. Sam, you can yeah. retire yeah. now. <laughs> retire. You retire. You don't have to work anymore. Retire. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Are you ready for the doozer? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, this is the last one. Okay. Um, there was a man that brought his wife and children to stay um, at the hotel for just a long weekend. Like, pretty okay. normal, casual, right? Um, well, the husband killed them all and oh. then killed himself. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so, they were staying in room 873. Okay. Um, not really sure why yeah. he did um, just kind of came in, and I don't. Why are hotels so popular, like murdering people? Um, I don't know. Maybe 
Maybe, I don't know, I'm just literally spitballing on this, but maybe it's because hotels are not personal. Like, okay. every room looks the same. It's uniform. Yeah. And perhaps it's, like, meant to detract from, like, garnering sympathy. I don't know. Like, at someone's mm-hmm. home, you have photos. You have, like, personal items. Yeah. Hotels are just kind of, like, blank slates, you know? That's true. That's my thought. Yeah. Weird. It is weird. What you're saying, though, about the family annihilation, that makes me think of um, uh, the family you talked about in the true crime episode we did, like, mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Yep. Kind of, yeah, like, just randomly. Yeah. And, ugh. Yeah. Just, Yeah. So, anyway, he okay. just kills them all and then kills himself. In the hotel room. In the hotel room. Okay. Yes. Um, so, there, it's believed that the father is now the one that's haunting um, the hotel because it's okay. a very mean spirit. Okay. Um, and it's in the room that this incident happened. Okay. Um, that gotcha. is very, very active. Anybody that stayed in there does not like it. Um, yeah. Has had very bad experiences. Um, they're... I'm assuming it's the guy. Yeah, um, sure. But the spirit will yank your pillow out from under your head while you're Absolutely. sleeping. Yeah. Yep. And I'd be like, Mm-mm, don't do that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, a lot of pushing, feeling like you've been pushed, um, okay. having your hair pulled, just kind of a negative uh, entity. Yeah, I it's guess. just it's not, not a nice. good feeling in there. Um, and then there's also reports uh, in the middle of the night when your room is pitch black, you will hear blood curdling screams. Well, that's always what you want to hear in the middle of the night. And as soon as you turn the lights on, um, there's blood dripping down the wall. Ooh, like a la Shining and, style. Yep, and down the mirror. Ooh, just gross damn mirror handprints. Again. Yep. Um, and so obviously people are freaking out. Yeah. They either run out of the room and like to the front desk or call the front desk and like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, and then as soon as either they get back or someone gets up to the room, it's gone. It's Ooh. disappeared. Interesting. So kind of like fucking with you a little bit. Like yeah. toying with your head. Uh-huh. Ooh. And so apparently this room was so active and just so like just violent um, that they bricked the whole room off. Okay. So nobody can. So no one can stay there. Anymore. Yeah. There's, okay. there's not even a door. It's just bricked gotcha. and covered. Um, and there's been no reports of anything disturbing mm. happening since then. So, so they believe that they've hopefully bricked that bad spirit in. Okay, so it seems very much, like, attached to the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then that makes sense, but damn. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yep. Ooh, no thank you. Sorry, but yeah. That's... <laughs> no thank you. I'd like to stay in a less haunted room, please. Yeah. Do you have, like, a newer section? Let's <laughs> just stay in a different hotel. Not wrong. Yeah. But it is beautiful, though. It, it is lo- beautiful. It legit looks like a castle. It does. Well, damn. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Thanks. I want to go to Canada. That's the Banff. Yeah. I'll put that on the list of places I want to see. Let's go. Yeah. Once we can travel. When we can. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like my uh, pick, too, is inspired by missing travel so desperately. Okay. So, yeah. um... And your mom was like, let's go. When are we going to go to Nashville and do a girls weekend? Um, like, when COVID isn't <laughs> raging. <laughs> yeah, um, when there's not a plague right. anymore. That's ideal. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So, uh, for mine... Again, I was fiending and dreaming about travel and mm-hmm. came across one of my favorite places in the world, uh, England, and decided to kind of go with that theme. Okay. So what up, our friend Jason in uh, the UK? This one's for you. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so in doing this, I came across uh, what is also pretty, like, dramatic looking, and it's okay. called, um, what I'm talking about are the Whitby Abbey Ruins. Okay. Um, and these are pretty if you look them up. So, uh, Whitby is a town. It's located in North Yorkshire, England. 
Um, it overlooks the North Sea. So think like dramatic cliffside, okay. little town on a cliff, like very dramatic. Yep. Right? You know, I love I like it. That, yeah. I love me a dramatic ass town. Um, it's pretty old. Like its origins go back a, a good bit. It was okay. believed to have been settled during the late Bronze Age. Oh, wow. Um, before like England was even England, yeah. as far as I know. And to give you that kind of time range, that was between 3000 BC and 1200 BC. Long time ago. She old. She old. She real old. Um, in fact, archaeologists that have studied the town have found that the earliest structures um, indicate that it was once a Roman signal station. So when it was under the Roman Empire, even this place was settled. So a lot of history is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, so there's a, obviously a town, as I mentioned there. Um, there's also a monastery that was built at Whitby, but they were abandoned in the 9th century um, until about 1078. A monk that was named Renfred began a new community there. And this ended up splitting the monastery into two monasteries. So it's kind of two separate places. Okay. There were two Benedictine monasteries. One was at Whitby and the other was at St. Mary's. I'm going to talk about both of them. Okay. Um, and the other thing to note about the location was that the, the monastery church uh, was rebuilt in a Gothic style in the 13th century. Okay. So when you look at pictures of it, you can very much see the Gothic influence. Yep. Um, think like Harry Potter vibes. Which I was like, I mean, sold. Can we go? <laughs> I know. I'm like, sold. Like, I'm done. You've got me. Yep. Another kind of cool thing about this place is that it has connections to a very, very famous horror novel. What is it? Dracula. Oh, that was a good accent, <laughs> Dracula. <too>. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Bram or Bram Stoker visited Whitby in 1890. Okay. And it said that his time in this town was what inspired the location for Dracula. Mm. So basically he came in. Um, I think his wife and child were going to come later to the town. So he was kind of staying by himself at first. Mm -hmm. And he spent his days like walking through the town, going through the abbey. Um, and in seeing this, it really started to like kind of produce the setting he wanted to use in Dracula, which he was working on at the time. Um, so he took a lot of, you know, characteristics from this town, even to the point of he would walk through the graveyards and he would record the names that he found on the headstones. Um, and he even incorporated one of these names that he came across as Dracula's first victim in the book. Oh. So a lot of inspiration was, you know, generated there. He butter have used his sage. <laughs> nice. You're welcome. Nicely done. <laughs> Yes. I've been sprinkling enough of those in here. Just so, just so punny. Uh, oh, so punny. Thank you. So, yeah, you got yourself a gothic-ass, old-ass, you know, town on a cliff. You've yeah. got a monastery. And, you know, it would not be uh, ghoul friends if it wasn't haunted. So The lobster crossed the road so that it could get to the other tide. <laughs> Jeez. Putting my phone down. <laughs> ten, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. All right. So, are we ready to talk about... My guess is Haunted AF. It is. <laughs> it is. There's a yes. few uh, apparitions that are kind of running around here. The first... I would not want to see an apparition. I'm sorry. But you did. I, well, I know, but it like looked like a real person. And he was walking away, so it was fine. <laughs> and he was not near me, so... It's yeah. true. I like, know. I if there's a badass ghosty right here, I would punch it right in the face. I don't know what I would do. I think you just don't know until you're, like, in that moment. Yeah. Because I would probably just be frozen and be like, 
That was like me and Bailey when we saw it. I think Alicia saw it too. Yeah. We looked because everyone was just like, he was talking about like the weird jacket. But it was yeah. just like, it can't be. It can't be like. But I think that's the point too is like, I don't know. I just don't know if all apparitions are see-through. Right. And like Victorian dressed people So wearing. that's what I'm saying. If I saw something like that, that guy just looked what like a real perfect. Yeah. Like a real perfect, a real person. Yes. Like, yeah. But an apparition, like a ghosty, like. Misty, shadowy. Mm-mm. Nope. No. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I would do either. Scream and run. <laughs> Probably, or just stand there frozen in fear, like, and just, yep. like, you know. Pretty much. My fight or flight. What? Like, just, like, short circuited, <laughs> and I'm just, like, standing there, like. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't believe Your that. mouth was wide open. It was, and I, I just, like, blankly was staring. <laughs> yes. Uh, my survival instincts are not strong. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm throwing you there first. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. All right. So the first uh, ghost we have at Whitby Abbey was actually the first abbess of the monastery. And I believe this was the person that was basically in charge of like running the joint. Okay. So um, her name was Lady Hilda, or she is now referred to as St. Hilda. Okay. Um, so she kind of ran the monastery. Um, she was very devout, uh, very well educated, actually became a huge figure in the religious community um, to the point where, like, a lot of, like, kings and leaders sought out her advice because she was so knowledgeable. So she was kind of a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, She was known to perform miracles, and in one instance, she expelled a plague of servants from Whitby by using a magical whip. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. I want one. I know. I want a magical whip. Like Wonder Woman style. Yep. Um, So because of this, she was eventually canonized by the church, which is what happens when you're made a saint. Okay. Um, so that's why I said St. Hilda. Um, so yeah, she was a big deal. Everyone loved her. Like she was running it, doing her thing. I came in like a king. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she was a bald bitch. She, yep. So it said that, um, on dark and stormy nights, Hilda is often seen in the highest, uh, window of the north side of the abbey. In the highest room. Of the in tallest the tallest tower. tower. <laughs> is that Shrek? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it said she's kind of usually seen up there at night. Okay. Uh, usually the, you know, they'll say that the window is illuminated when it shouldn't be. Um, mm-hmm. and she's just kind of keeping watch, like nothing malicious. Yeah. I think she's just still work again, another spirit Working. doing a work in the afterlife. I'm yep. like, what are y'all doing? Don't do that. Take a break, Hilda girl. You good. <laughs> you drove all the snakes out. You a hero in my book. <laughs> oh my God. I love you. Yep. All right. Are you ready for the next one? This yes. one is not so uh, benign. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. This is the story of the walled-in nun. I don't like this at all. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. So this is the story of Constance uh, de Beverly. Okay. She was a nun at the Abbey, um, but she started having an affair with a knight, Uh-oh. a young knight. And if, uh, you know, I'm not Catholic, but one of the, the no-nos of being a nun is, um, you know, sex. So. <laughs> She kind of was breaking, like, rule numero uno in yeah. that one. Uh, so when her fellow nuns discovered what she was up to, um, instead of, like, you know, maybe sitting down and discussing if, like, the convent was the life for her, mm-hmm. uh, they decided that they would just wall her up alive in the abbey. That is giving me, like, I'm very claustrophobic. Yeah. And that's going to be an absolute horrible way to die. Right. Now, listen, and I know nothing about nuns or convent life, so I'm not judging anybody, but, you know, I just feel like that may not have been the Christian thing to do. Probably not. <laughs> I feel like maybe they should have had a chat first before <laughs> they walled her up alive. Did you ever read, um, it made me think, too, in school, uh, The Cask of Amontillado? 
I don't think so. I think Poe wrote it. Okay. And it's basically about a guy who invites his enemy over for dinner, oh. and he's like, hey, like, come look at my cool-ass, like, wine cellar. And then he basically walls him up alive in the wine cellar. Okay. Not a good way to go. No. No. I don't want to be walled in anywhere. No. I don't even like... I mean, I get claustrophobic putting on, like, a turtleneck, so... I used to wall in my Sims when they'd start pissing me off when I had you too many because I would evil. just. <laughs> well, I'd like shack up with all my neighbors and like have all these babies running around, and then there's just too many Sims to like control. <laughs> just wall them in somewhere. Like I'm not worrying about you. Anymore. That's evil. <laughs> have you met me? You were a dark o- overlord. I will... <laughs> Minions. Minions. <laughs> I never played The Sims. Oh, I loved it. I loved The Sims. I think I played it. I played, um, do you remember Roller Coaster Tycoon? Yes. The computer game. This yeah. ages us, but uh, we get to build your roller coaster and like you could make it like unsurvivable. <laughs> I always did that. I was like dropping people off of like sheer drops and like, you know, yeah. flipping them and doing the thing. Yeah. That was a fun game. I played Sims. I loved The Sims. All you- I did was make them woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. funny. And then if I got denied, I'd be like, you gone. I'm going to wall you out, too. <laughs> you gone. I'm getting trapped. Fair yeah. enough. Well, uh, Constance here was not so lucky. <laughs> yes. Um, so she ended up dying in the Abbey for being obviously walled up in there alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today, people say that when they walk through the Abbey ruins, they will hear faint screams, which mm-hmm. sound like a muffled woman's screams, yep. which we can assume are her. Yep. People also say they see the apparition of a woman frantically running. She's wearing what looks like a nun's um, outfit, like a nun's habit. Mm -hmm. And she is frantically, like, running away. And it's thought that she's trying to escape her captors, which, as we know, she was not successful in. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. No, I don't either. That made me very, uh, like, very claustrophobic. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -mm. Nope. 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 No. Um, All right. I've got one more. Yeah. Now, this one I love because, like, the vision of it is just so dramatic that I just could not talk about it. Um, so this, remember at the beginning how I said there was kind of two monasteries? Yes. Um, one at Whitby, one at St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. So this is at St. Mary's Church that okay. we're talking about now. So we're kind of switching gears. And this is the story of the Phantom Hearse. I'm like, Ooh. okay, sign me up. Like, I like I'm it. I'm a fan. I like it. So the legend behind this says that when a Whitby uh, sailor was originally buried in the churchyard, that night a ghostly hearse with four black horses appeared by the grave. And um, ghostly mourners would get out, and it was said they would, like, remove the body, or the spirit, I think we could assume, Mm -hmm. of the sailor, and they'd load it into the hearse, and then the headless driver, gotta have a headless driver, you know, uh, would take off in the hearse, and they would speed toward the cliff and jump over it and disappear. What? In that wild, and it's said wild. now, I think, like, when a Whitby sailor is buried, this happens. So it's like a recurring... Weird. ...thing. But I don't know. The image of it just plunging over it the is. cliff, like, that is dramatic wild. AF, and, yeah. like, I am here for it. Yeah. Y'all got some dramatic ghosts up in Whitby. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So that's high on my list of places now I want to see whenever we can. It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> <laughs> You want a real one today. You really are. You're laying them on it's, thick. It's the champagne. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> we can do it more often. You got those from, uh, quality puns you're laying out for us. You know what? I'm looking up more. Because <laughs> you butter believe it. <laughs> the ocean said nothing to the lobster. It just waved. <laughs> That's lame. Oh, man. 
Yeah. Well, that was the end of mine. Oh, here's one for Leashy Boo. When going to the math class, the lobster wore an algae bra. Oh, I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I choked on my champagne. I I, I ruined the punchline. I ruined it. Yeah. Nicely done. Those are some uh, quality puns you've been giving us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm here all week. Here all week. (laughs) Yeah. You know where to find us. Come stay alive. Yes. So that is, uh, those are all my ghosties that I had. Badass ghosties. So we've had a castle in Canada that's haunted AF, and we've got some uh, haunted monasteries. Yeah. It's wild. It was a good one. Yeah. It just makes me want to travel so much more. Oh, gosh. I'm like, if anyone has a treadmill that I could ride down with my, like, luggage that I could pretend I'm at the airport in, <laughs> I'm kind of getting to that point. I know. I want to walk down the aisle. I know. The airplane aisle. I'm like, I never thought I'd miss plain food, but I really do. <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Remember coming back? The flight there, I think, was decent. It mm-hmm. was, like, chicken and rice or something when we went to um, Copenhagen. Yeah. On the way back, remember, it had to be, like, European the, um, it was like bread with like the cheese or something in the middle. Oh yeah. It was, I love bread and I love cheese, but that was thing not was not, I don't, I don't know what it was, but it was weird. Yeah. I didn't like it and I was hungry and I was grumpy and tired. And that's not a great combo when it comes to Caitlin. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. <laughs> no. It does not end well. It did not end well. No. I was very grumpy. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> but I would go back. I would suffer through it again just to just travel. Just to do it. Just, just. to feel something. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that they have to add, like, a shit ton more salt to airplane food? Because when you're up that high, the altitude, like, makes you lose your taste. Oh, I did not so, know So, like, that. if you ate your food from the airplane down, like, on Earth. Yeah. It would be, like, super salty. salty. Interesting. I did not know that. AKA perfect for baby Lishi, because apparently she likes to... She dumps an assload of salt on everything. <laughs> Instead of dipping her french fries in ketchup, she dunks it in salt. <laughs> Is your cholesterol okay, boo? How's your blood pressure? You do it? We need to know. You do it okay? Just just keeping you on, you know. Yeah. Keeping you good, girl. Yeah, fair enough. No, I did not know that. That's a cool fact. You're welcome. Yeah. Just throwing all the things at just you Just all the knowledge today. You know what? Today. It's not even noontime, and I'm just... I'm, I'm good. Hitting you with all this knowledge. Yep. All right. Any any other things? Any final puns before we start wrapping her up? Well, you can't popcorn me into a pun. You can't popcorn pun me. <laughs> you butter make it good. <laughs> you stop using butter. That one's done. That's that's washed up now. It's oh, excuse up. me. I, I was not up to date on which puns we were using. You, not that one. Gotcha. All right. Any You find any good ones? Why did the lobster become broke? I don't know. Because he was shelling out money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, that's that's all I I got. (laughs) Who knew you could Google lobster puns and come up with... Not be disappointed. I mean, I'm on... There's 43 of them. Nice. Yeah. Well, if you get bored, then you got something to do. Go look up lobster puns. (laughs) Do not bother the lobster, though. Because he's very crabby all the time. (laughs) Oh, everyone's like, shut up. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yes, another week at work. Um, got New Year's this week. Yeah. So. We can officially say ta-ta to 2020. It can get on. Yeah. I, it I can ain't get the hell on. And please let 2021 be better. It butter be. <laughs> it butter be. It really butter be. <laughs> yes, yes. No, seriously. So, next time we are coming into your ear holes. 
that sounded horrible. Um, it will be 2021. <laughs> um, next time we grace your ear holes, yeah, I don't have a better way to say that. <laughs> I, you know what? I, as soon as that came out of my mouth, I wish I had not <laughs> that was <so> bad. <laughs> but the next time you hear us, it will be 2021. So yes. happy new year. Absolutely. Um, be safe. Yes. Don't, don't be crazy. Don't I think there's a lot of curfews and stuff this year. So my yeah. guess is hopefully everybody just stays home. Sure. Just, Stay home. Watch the new year's thing from yeah. your couch. Uh, we always say we're going to make it to midnight. We never do. So. It's like 10 o'clock, and I'm like, no. But I think yeah. we're going to hang out with the ghoulies, so. Oh, yeah, Alicia that's right. Bailey, yep. so they'll keep us up, I'm sure. It's true. That'll be fun. Yeah. But, yeah, we do hope your New Year's plans are fun and safe and that, uh, you know, 2021's a better year for all of us. Yes. I think we all need it. <laughs> yes. All right. You want to hit them up on where they can find us? Yes. Um, so you can come visit me on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, Ghoul Friends Podcast. Just Google it. Yeah. It'll pop up. Um, merch too, as mm-hmm. well. It's uh, ghoulfriendspod yeah. at redbubble.com. Dot redbubble.com. Okay. You. <laughs> um, you can visit Celeste on Instagram at ghoulfriendspodcast. Yep. You want to do the rest? No, you want to take it. I got nervous. <laughs> All right. So, as far as Twitter goes, you can find us at underscore, uh, or, oh, see, oh, now you've messed oh. On Twitter, we are at ghoul underscore friends, <laughs> and you can email us or send us a listener story at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Good and job. I think that's it, yeah. All right. <laughs> <That's> too many. <laughs> too many. So many things to keep up with these days. Yes. Yes. So, for now, we hope you stay safe, spooky, and that you have a wonderful new year. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your cool friends. And I'm not sharing the rest of my mimosa because I'm shellfish. Okay. <laughs>